0: Hello, everyone. We hope you had a great Halloween. We hope that you got some time off of work or whatever you may be because now we're in November... Apparently, I don't know, time is going by way too fast for me. But anyways, welcome back to Project Tonic. I am one half of the podcast today. Cecilia, Caesar, Sassy, or whatever you like to call me, as long as it's not rude, because I will cry about it. I'm a very sensitive person. Today, I am just drinking a water. I drink all my root beer, and I don't feel like um, drinking any hard seltzers at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> but uh, my, my co-host will introduce himself. He'll let us know how his quarantine is going, and what is he's drinking, if he's drinking anything fancy today.
1: Um, hello, guys. I'm the intergalactic... Slash interdimensional <laughs> lover here. <laughs> um, I am drinking mm-hmm. a limeade. And I broke my sobriety and put a little bit of vodka in it. By the way, just for everyone who... Li- the ten people who listen to this podcast, I am not an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> I just drink a lot in college. And I decided to take a break- long breaks in between. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, my quarantine's going well, kind of have anxiety over the election, which is supposedly, I mean, we're recording this earlier than the election, but, but pretend like you didn't, yeah. learn, uh, you just learned that and it's for a couple ways from the election.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I have so anxiety over I it. I already voted.
1: Already... Yeah, but mm-hmm. go ahead, Cecilia.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess if we're breaking the fourth wall, which I mean, I don't really mind because I feel like a lot of people know, like, a lot of planning goes into this regardless. So we definitely, we record some. I think we talked, we've actually mentioned this, but also, like, um, to pedal back a little bit about Sergio's sobriety. I don't think he ever announced it on the podcast, but we talk a lot, like, offline. I get, well, like, off, I guess, the record or whatever, like, with recording and things like that. But. He has he has been doing he was doing pretty well and then obviously like you know, like in some of the episodes, like we're drinking alcoholic drinks <laughs> or so we're drinking non alcoholic drinks and things like that. But regardless of what he chooses to do, I am proud of him because he is someone who like uh I think because we're fire science, we definitely tiptoe the lines towards more obsession and addiction <laughs> where it's like we're either all in or we're not in at all. Because I know yeah. some days too, like I'm exactly like like I'm exactly like that. Like I wanna go Literally, like, balls deep or knees deep into, like, getting, like, super high or super drunk or whatever. But, again, that, that's, like, maybe, like, once a month or, like, even, like, like, it's not often that I do that. And it's not mm-hmm. often that I drink either because I know half the time the listener's like, I'm not drinking anything exciting, honestly. Yeah, I <laughs> but, mean, yeah. Um, to be I honest, just finished my – uh oh, go ahead.
1: No, to be honest, so, like, we're speaking about my sobriety, right? So, it's been really, like, mm-hmm. two years ago since I graduated college, which is really the last time I really partied, which was back in –
0: Mm-hmm. January
1: of 2019, which was a whole week of partying, mm-hmm. uh, cause I was on vacation. And I kind of just like after that decided not mm-hmm. to drink as much as I, as I did there. And it's just been kind of like, uh, yeah. there's no point, especially with me being in Houston, the majority of my friends is not being here. I have some friends here. And I only really get to hang out mm-hmm. with them like every once in a while. That was before COVID. Not that I'm not really hanging out with anyone. There's not really no point for me to drink. Yeah. So ever since maybe of June of last year, I pretty much cut out alcohol. Um, and mm-hmm. I have sips here and there, so it's not a big deal or anything. But what were you gonna say, Cecilia?
0: Oh yeah, um to go like back I guess to the election and also like in terms of sobriety, I don't think because unless like you were like a super severe addict and like because I guess like this is what like my degree if I had it <laughs> is like in with like addiction and psych- and uh I guess not it's not necessarily pseudo psychology, but it's more like uh philosophy, I guess, that because you know, you recognize, you know, that you were going overboard and you know and you're taking the steps to be a little bit healthier, I think it's totally fine for you to like have a drink here and there because we know I, I know, I know, I need to, like, you're not going to go overboard with it because it's also yeah. like, we have a lot of things at stake, I guess, momentarily. And also, you know, like with like drop searches and then like us, like maintaining whatever like brand image that we have,
1: obviously. <laughs>
0: but anyway, um, definitely, <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad for you to like have a drink occasionally because it, you don't have to be super strict on yourself because, uh, you didn't really with your, um, i guess like drinking a lot it didn't really affect you negatively to where like it destroyed relationships whereas like yeah, some other the people I like mean, staying sober really, is something that they really really have to like abide by yeah
1: exactly like really i have maybe i really my drinking has maybe if i do drink it's like one drink a, like a month like i'm not probably not gonna drink for the rest of the yeah. month so
0: yeah that's good that's good um okay where were we, uh, oh, yeah. So back to the election. Um, I just finished my absentee voting. And it was really confusing. But I'm hopefully I did it right. Um, because <laughs> I requested it. I know I requested it in the beginning of October. And I've done it once, but like, uh, once one other time with the previous election, but because I submitted it, like, I think I like it got delayed in the mail or whatever. Or, um, my last one for the previous election, it got sent back to me. And I was like, super upset about it. Because I uh, I'm very, like, do what you want to do in terms of voting because I know, like, a lot of the times most of the people who are uh, similar to myself, you don't really see the kind of who aligns with you 100% or, like, you know, they're not going to assist you mm-hmm. in the way that you would definitely need or in terms of community building. So – I'm really trying and I requested my ballot in the beginning of October and it's like when we're recording this, it's a lot later in October. And I'm very, very nervous that with the delays, like due to COVID and with like Texas actually like making it really difficult for voters and absentee voters in general to do what they need to do to do their civic duty. I'm Mm -hmm. very scared that my vote's actually not going to count. And this is, this is the election where like it really does need to count. Like it's make or break. And I know a lot of people are like, um, well, people, well, like, I mean, in, in, I
1: guess. Yeah. Well, but- I mean, like, not only that, I, I was releasing talking to our friend of ours, Miguel, who's been on the show a couple times. Um, yeah. He's been, he's also mm-hmm. been trying to figure out if he wants to do absentee vo- voting and anything. And absentee, the deadline to request your form actually ends here this Friday, which is October 23rd. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. uh, luckily, he found a way so he could vote on a limited ballot in Dallas. So we're good there. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing, um, my great. advice to you is to drop it off at a, a ballot box. You should be good there if you drop it off.
0: Well, I don't have. Uh, I already put it in the mail last night because I sent some stuff with my um <laughs> with my penthouse because I have a couple. Yeah. Well, oh. like I was looking into it, and it's also like I don't have a car, and like I don't know which one is near me. Also, and stuff yeah. like that is not really, like, a because I heard about them, but it's also, like, um, I have to think about, like, what's in my area and what's available, mm-hmm. and I don't think there was one that was close to me, and if it was, I don't think, because there is a voting place, like, near where I work, but I don't think mm-hmm. they have, like, a ballot box. I think it's just only yeah. for, like, those machine setup ones.
1: I mean, I think if it, because, I mean, if you put it in the mail yesterday, it's going out in the mail today, mm-hmm. it, it should it should count. I mean, it's not going to take over two weeks to get yeah, it but, because- in, but...
0: It took – it literally took three weeks to get to me, though, and that's what, like, mm-hmm. I'm nervous about that it's going to take forever to get to. I mean, like, with, like, I guess, like, sending regular mail, Um, it's been it, – they've been getting, like, better, I guess, like, USPS with, uh, like, I guess, like – Because I even saw – I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen, like, the USP – like, the mail people actually delivering mail on Sundays, which means that, like, they're really, yeah, like – Yeah, I've seen that. Uh – overworked yeah it's insane so like hopefully things get better and hopefully like they're able to like actually deal with the tons of amount of mail and stuff like that and they're hiring staff mm-hmm. and, and doing what they need to do but god damn i don't know everything everything is, is insane right now and everything is really really at stake and more so than usual because of uh because of the two people that are going against each other in the presidential election uh, exactly. and that's what i'm gonna say for that because um, it's a, it's a lot.
1: Yeah, now that we're speaking about voting experience, I've actually voted the first day of early voting here in Texas. And yeah,
0: so Jude, if you follow Sergio's Instagram, he has a little sticker yeah,
1: and everything. Um, I went out there. Uh, luckily, here in my county, which is Harris County, um, I'm not going to give a specific address. As much as I want paparazzi showing up in my house, I do not want <laughs> yeah, random. don't talk
0: to yourself.
1: <laughs> I don't want people to just show up at my yeah. house. Um. Anyway, here in Harris County, they yeah. were doing drive through voting, which is new, I think, this year. Oh, it's interesting, actually, yeah. Uh, actually, it was really cool. I was only there for five minutes at most. Um wow. Because I went there really early, went to go pick up my aunt who can't see with one of her eyes so she can't drive. So I went to pick her up. We went mm-hmm. to go vote. Uh We were like the fifth car in line. And then we automatically went into a little hut and they gave us. They gave me yeah. the tablet first, so I was able to vote. And then after I voted, I passed it on to her. Uh, I gave it back to the clerk. She gave it to my aunt, and she was able to vote. We mm-hmm. were there mostly twenty minutes Um because she didn't understand See, how to use really the tablet. But it was really quick, and it was really yeah. uh, fast. I do know here in at least here in Harris County, we've been re- breaking records on uh, how many people were sh- been showing up or, or early for voting for the first week. Yeah. So I I have. I don't want to say high hopes, but I do have a little bit of hope this time around. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of, um, I don't want to say a lot of faith, but like with uh because I even see, like with the, like, uh, I watch a, I love the Love DeFranco Franco show a lot, and there's like a bunch of other counties in other states and other states in general that are having breaking records for people who are going out to vote as early as their can or to vote their early convenience. And although, like, I appreciate what some uh, cities are doing, not every city is doing that, like you said, because you're, like, in the Houston, Katy area. But even, I remember Mm -hmm. seeing, like, in Georgia, and uh, I don't know what other state I saw, but, like, if you watch, like, public media and you watch like public news and all, you'll know that like there's people who wait hours and hours exactly. and hours yeah. to vote. And even like at my at my job, like sometimes uh I'll still I'll still see people like standing in line and they're waiting for like thirty to like two hours. Like I don't think it's like as as severe as like waiting like an entire day, but it still is like insane. And um well, I tweeted about this, too, uh, if you follow my Twitter. Like, this one lady asked me about, like, why people – why some people were waiting so long for it. And I didn't give her, like, an what I actually wanted to say. I didn't tell her what I actually wanted to say because, um one, like, I was in my uniform. And if I say the wrong thing, she could very – and she didn't like what I said. She could very easily it's, have gotten fired. Yeah. So, I was very – yeah, yeah. So, I was like, I'm not going to take your – I'm not going to take the debate. But I did say that, like, people were pro- – people – and it did hold some truth that people were definitely scared of voter suppression and that – regardless of how much people are trying to make their vote count and make their mm-hmm. vote valid, there are some people behind the scenes who are sabotaging. And, and you know, you can't, you can't really trust everyone. And I don't want to say that, like, oh, it people of, like, the, the polling volunteers because most of them are non-biased. But there are some people, like, I heard of one story I- of... a. Uh, this one person was at a polling place here in Lubbock, and he was telling everybody to vote Republican, and that oh yeah, he voted for Trump, and he was very vocal about it. Mm-hmm. And they had to like tell him, they had to t- force him to leave. And he wasn't—I think he's not allowed to like be a polling volunteer anymore because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be non-biased, and well, you're yeah, not supposed to like voice. I guess you know what I mean. Like, it's a form yeah, like, of intimidation. Yeah, for voting and things like yeah. that, and so it's like, I mean, he, uh,
1: here in Texas, our governor has deliberately made things harder to vote. Uh, he's he's actually proud of the yeah. voter suppression he's been doing in our state. He's just made uh, mail-in mm-hmm. voting harder. He's made um, mm-hmm. uh, he tried to shut down the driving the drive-through voting here in Harris County. Luckily, yeah. that didn't go through at all. Um, but and mm-hmm. then our president, well sadly the guy who's our president he actually told on the first debate told people to go poll watch and to intimidate uh uh let uh white supremacist group called the proud boys to go out there and actually intimidate yeah. people so i mean there's a lot of things our people are worried about going and voting in person which yeah. COVID is one of those two and all the intimidations and, mm-hmm. and it makes sense why people don't want to go vote in person but uh I think the way we want to yeah. out, conclude things, because we don't want to make it all about politics, right, There's that to yeah, go exercise yeah, your obviously. vote, even though this episode is coming in November and probably after the election, just go exercise your right to yeah. vote.
0: If you were able to, awesome. If you're not able to, I completely understand because I've been in that situation as well. But to move on, um, I want to talk about a tragedy that happened to me last night. Okay. So. Um, in a lot of in a lot of my videos, and I know Sergio has seen her too. My big, beautiful twenty three ounce glass jar that I got at a thrift store locally forever ago <laughs> broke last night because I accidentally kicked it across my kitchen, oh, no. and it shattered. <laughs> How'd I would you kick know, it? And now. <laughs> Um, I was trying to charge, I left my laptop charger in, uh, the living room and I just have like in my recliner, I just have a, bu- I have like cookies and like my work bag and my work jacket uh-huh. and my takeout from the other day. And, um, I left my jar like on the side of it. And when I was moving to like plug in my laptop, my foot, I, I like, I guess I like stepped too far <laughs> and I accidentally, with my big toe, I kicked. Well, I mean, I was in my lair, not my kitchen. I, would, I accidentally kicked the jar and it rolled over and cracked and I heard it and I heard it shatter. And I was just like, man, this fucking sucks because I don't know where my other jar is. I think I need to wash it. And also, I just have this ugly ass pasta jar, this old Ugh. reused pasta jar that I'm drinking water out of. And it's not bad. It's just, I just need to peel off the label, but yeah. it's not the same because I had like so many memories. Like, I would take that to work at Chipotle with my matcha and my coffee and my big old jar of water and stuff like that. So, I don't know. RP and era. <laughs> But she will be missed. Twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. I'll never forget you. She was literally fifty cents, (laughs) and she served so many purposes. But that's what I'm upset. I mean, oh well, you know.
1: Well, the good thing is that you have a successor to your uh, videos or whatever you've got. Carry your liquids in, Um, because it'll be fucked if you have nothing else.
0: Same. I mean, I have like, I just need to wash my dishes, honestly. I have many things to like drink out of, but it's not the same. Like, that was like my one like favorite like drinking utensil, like, uh, item, bottle, I don't know. Yeah, glass. Uh,
1: I, I, I have multiple, uh, receptacles to drink from, so I don't have a favorite. I don't think, I, don't think I have a favorite.
0: Well,. I have a favorite. I used to have another favorite, but then like I don't know, I don't use it anymore. It was like this big, uh, giant like black metallic. No, no, it's a, uh, I think it's stainless steel like Starbucks one that I got from like my other job because someone just left it in the office forever, and I was like, hey, can I take this? And they're like, yeah. And so I did. Uh, it's it's like a thir- It's like a twenty-five dollar like Starbucks one, but I got it for free. So that one was quite, my other uh, favorite. I'll... But I like drinking smoothies out of that one. What's your question? No, then
1: you... Not, not that you mentioned Starbucks. Did you ever, have you ever applied for a job at Starbucks?
0: Yes, I have applied at like nearly every age, like since I could work, and they've never hired me. So really? I don't know. I think my I don't know. I, I think my ass is too fat or something. Like they just have a, a a prejudice against me because even like where I work now, like I told you where I work, there's a little there's a little Starbucks in that place. Yeah, and there I is. even replied to that one, and they didn't they didn't get back to me. <laughs> so I was like, fuck y'all. But I mean, my job now isn't that bad. And I I don't See, really miss being a barista, honestly.
1: Uh, yeah. See, here's the thing. I don't know why job love uh, jobs look to hire people and never respond. Give me your yes or no, yeah. and just but don't leave me just hanging because I fucking hate that. Like today, I had an interview supposedly at ten in the morning. Yeah. I mean, I should have really thought about it more. Mm-hmm. And this company's in San Francisco so 10 a.m. 10 oh, yeah. here isn't 10 a.m. over there so um they called me on noon yeah. and I was like well your email said 10 a.m. I was like oh I should have been more specific i was like yeah you should have because I'm in Texas you're in California our time zones are different but yeah. I was mad because like first of all she didn't even respond I sent her a message earlier she didn't respond um, and there's no time zone most a lot of people I talk to about getting interviews they always send me a time zone just in case yeah. So, and Mm -hmm. I don't know, ever since I've been applying to jobs, which has been nonstop since last year, it's just, I get a lot of messages that have no response to yes or no. And I don't even know. And sometimes I forget I applied to that job and just apply again. It's like you have one in bank, but I applied like three months ago and I haven't gotten yes or no
0: yeah I don't know what's up with like agencies or just companies in general like I would rather get like an auto rejection within like maybe yeah. like ten minutes of me applying rather than me waiting like months like there were some like uh like media analysts and social media manager positions that I had all applied for and I may or may not have been qualified for them but you know I'm still gonna like put my <laughs> neck out there because why not you know yeah. we're in an era of like there's so much not only misfortune but there's so much so much uh as well like fear of uh instability and instability or whatever word it is so like why not take the risk and like put myself out there when i can possibly like get a job of my dreams or like get something that's like i would never do otherwise and like even with my new job it's something i would have never considered otherwise had i not been you know had i not like left chipotle tried to work from home for the other company things like that so don't uh don't limit yourself but also like don't, uh, don't, I don't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't expect much as well. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like a pessimist, but also like these companies don't give a shit, honestly. Like, if you're not so, if you're not like willing to like do the most for like no money, then you know what stakes do you hold? I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. It's stupid. I just, I just love communication and that's something that that companies are like at least like the hr reps are awful at like hello like what else are you doing you know you're the hr person yeah send some emails send some calls
1: yeah and it's not that hard it's like you just said like why don't they just send an automated no response because i mean i've gotten Mm -hmm. some of those and I literally, like, yeah. uh, just send my uh, uh, application, like, five minutes, and I get a no. Because, obviously, computers computer's reading through it. But, I mean, like... Yeah, uh, it's the computer. Uh, come on. Like, just say no or yes or whatever. Give me an... Because uh, I also been... I applied to this um this tech company called OnePlus, OnePlus which is kind of like an iPhone kind of device. And Ooh. I was supposed to have an interview, I believe, a Wednesday, like, two months ago. And I was ready for the yeah. time and everything. This person lived in Dallas. So her time zone was the same thing. I never mm-hmm. got the phone call. I got, e- we were emailing and I emailed her. I was like, hey, are we, are you going to reschedule or what's up? She never responded to my email. Wow. That's,
0: that's fun. That's so I don't, fun. I, I mean, like, his, I like, I get, okay. So like ghosting in terms of like relationships and things like that is, is already, I guess, kind of like, it's give or take, like, because I don't really care, because I've ghosted before, and I guess I've been ghosted, so I don't really, uh-huh. I'm very neutral on it, I don't really care, like, I, I don't think it's a form of abuse either, because if y'all y'all weren't ever close to begin with, I guess, if it's the beginning of a relationship, but I guess if you have, like, a, anyway, all this to say that, like, em- <laughs> go- employers ghosting you, I think, is very unprofessional and very unethical, like, the bare minimum is sending an email, and sending an email takes literally like five minutes. I like, and I or even two minutes, because it's like for some things at work, like we have to take reference pictures of of what like uh, the guests want for certain items. Mm-hmm. And so, boom, like I download the picture, or like I have them send it to me, and then I send it to our work email so that the other people can see it, and then they can uh, give them the exact thing that they want. Super easy. Literally takes two minutes, and then as long as like it's there, that's fine. If you are like a big company, or even if you're like an indie company, like you have that person there to do the job to get the person that you need on your team. If you're in need of team members and if you're in need of like talent like Sergio, why not take the effort to actually communicate? Like I don't understand yeah, what's and, like. And not only you know, that, like the, and you're not yeah, you're not it,
1: writing an email from scratch either. You have a template.
0: Yeah, there's templates like auto rejection, yeah. auto acceptance So like maybe they need like more information. Like, why do you have like this gap in your employee? Like, or whatever. It's like, Oh, well, I was trying, you know, I have freelance or oh like I was trying to like, uh, do like work on personal projects. You know, like it just, it's just, it's just mind boggling to me that like you know, they're making so much money or like they have budgets, but they're not utilizing them to, uh, you know, hire you or hire the person anyone who's actually going to send yeah. emails to candidates. You, you know yeah. what? I, I noticed too during my job sides, search actually, is like, that, um,
1: a lot of people don't like freelancers and they
0: yeah they don't they They only want corporate work yeah
1: and that's fucked up because like if i can't get hired anywhere else i have to work for my own self somewhere because i can't live off of just like box macaroni all the damn time i have to like maybe eat a filet mignon sometime (laughs) or yeah you know (laughs) how am i gonna do with broke (laughs) if i just eat (laughs) macro blocks from macaroni and cheese i can't supplement my OnlyFans. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah broke with expensive taste um i don't really understand that because i feel like so this is what confuses me is that like in terms of i guess like in your industry like with the creatives and like with ads and stuff like that is that a lot of the times youtubers get these lucrative brand deals where they are the advertisement or like Mm -hmm. they are the in with assisting the brand and that's a form of freelancing because the oh i mean i guess it because it's corporate work but it's also like a an influencer prior to them getting management is independent, and so them doing these brand deals is technically freelancing. Yeah. But when they get that manager, or when they get like that middleman, it's corporate. Then work. it's allowed. Then they get yeah. these bigger deals. Yeah. So why, when you as a talent that's not an influencer or that's not like a you know a, a mainstream media face has this portfolio of freelance work, why do they immediately see that as a red flag when you're already like when you're when you have bills to pay? Like I don't get that. Like even though corporate work is a, has a lot more I guess uh, stakes and a lot more like budgets and things like that. It just doesn't make sense to me because if you're already doing pretty, I guess, okay as a freelancer, why wouldn't you want to bring them onto the team? Is it because you're not going to assimilate? Is it, you know, like I just, because I don't know, like it makes me, it gives, it gives me very much like Emily in Paris vibes. Like, you know, like I don't understand it at all, you know,
1: (laughs) you know, and the thing is, I think, uh, not speaking for myself, right. But I think the majority of freelancers, yeah. Uh, very much more versatile in different industries that need social media work or whatever they need. Definitely. And when you just hire someone, let's Definitely. just say Chick Fil A is just hiring a social media coordinator. That person probably only knows yeah. how to work within the food industry, but if you hire a freelancer, they probably worked in food industry, uh, clothing, uh, apparel, beauty, whatever it is. Because I have the experience yeah. in different locations. I just don't have one. uh yeah. Because I'm talking about my own experience. Uh, It just seems really odd that people are just like, "Ah, freelancer, who gives a shit? Just throw them away, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because, like, I definitely like being your own boss thing. It's kind of like a dream for millennials because it's like I don't have to, uh, you know, I don't have to bend my back for another, like, entity, corporate entity, or I don't have to, like, be berated by my boss like I am my own boss. I don't know. I guess like I've never really freelanced though. like I hardly even get brand deals as like a like a, as a tiny YouTuber. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. Because like, uh influencer marketing is also as well is like a very uh eye opening, I guess, to people who are just like regular consumers or the people who like, you know, g- um follow a lot of these influencers because there's so much mm-hmm. there's so many like uh fake mirrors and there's so many like smoke behind the mirrors. Like it's all it's all fake, it's all a facade and it's all like just to sell you that, like Louis Vuitton purse, or to sell you like this overpriced coffee, or to sell you uh, the, like you know, the illusion of wealth. Like that's what I think uh, appeals to some of the people who. Uh, don't really follow influencers and who don't really see the smoke behind their mirrors you know I mean to get like I guess meta or philosophical no, or whatever a, a, a,
1: you know? no it's very much like that it's the same thing that what happened just not to bring her up because we talked to nauseam about this but Ellen the whole Ellen yeah. situation was pretty much that people didn't Ugh. realize yeah. that melon uh, and melon when <laughs> Ellen was this fucked, melon fucked up of a person <laughs> she had fucked up people around her yeah but um yeah it's yeah. pretty much it I mean influencer marketing is maybe one of the biggest things that's going on in marketing and advertising but it's also the yeah, most shittiest apparently. thing you don't know who you're making a deal with.
0: Yeah, you don't know yeah because even like I don't know if you saw this but cuz like, I watched it and I mentioned it in a video but like the video is not going to come out till later. Um where uh this one this was she was like befriended a bigger YouTuber uh her name is uh Spanky aka Swoop and she did like a whole like hour not necessarily exposé but just like discussing her friendship with Mikey aka Glamangor who's like that's not even her real name apparently. Um And how she, like, was a big, like, uh, because she did corporate work with, uh, beauty brands behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. uh, Mikey did, and then she, uh, did, like, her freelance, which was, like, her, like, doing independent stuff on her YouTube channel, and she was very, like, vehemently, uh, like, kind of homophobic because she didn't want to work with JC and J-Star, um, but she still was featured on their channels, but they weren't featured on her channel. And she was also talking to her, like, Soup was talking to Mikey about, like, her issues with the industry, like, as a black woman and things like that. And, like, Mikey, like, didn't even, didn't it didn't even resonate in her peanut brain about, like, why these issues were so important to her. And she just started shitting on, uh, like, people of color and saying that, like, oh, well, like, Hollywood doesn't even want white faces anymore. They want people to be eth- ethically ambiguous. And, that, like, um, that was just kind of like, – it wasn't, like, mind-blowing because, obviously, like, when you support influencers, you don't really know who you're supporting behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I get – that's why, like, it ties together, like, you never really know how shitty a person is until someone either – someone either, like, exposes them or or gives you, you know, uh shatters the rose-colored glasses, the rose tinted glasses for you yeah. to realize, like, it was all a facade the entire time. Everything – that this person preached was a lie. And I don't know. It just is, It's just grimy because, like, the same thing happened with, like, Shane Dawson. The same thing happened with other bigger YouTubers. It's mm-hmm. just, like, why... for Like, I guess, like, someone who's very, like, honest and open about a lot of things, I don't understand why these people like to lie to their audience and why they like to be so facetious and toxic behind the scenes. Like, if you're gonna be a bitch, be a bitch, but <laughs> don't, like, hide behind a, a personality. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're gonna talk the talk walk the walk, you know, you can't just like talk shit and run away because it's, um, you know, it's a ticking time bomb, like, either now or later, you know, and Swoop was fed up with it, and she was like, I'm not gonna deal with your bullshit anymore, and she did that that nearly hour-long video, and granted, like, it wasn't really, like, her shitting on her, she presented everything very matter-of-factly, and she even, like, tried to not get emotional, because she had been through a lot of trauma, she had been through, like, sexual abuse and things like that, so, she's even a super cool, talented filmmaker, so I think also we could probably review one of her videos, one of her films later on, because she even, she has accolades and like that for being a filmmaker, so that's really cool and badass, uh, for swoop, but it's just like... It's very icky and it leaves me feeling weird and how, like, even if I want to participate in this industry anymore because there's so many I guess fake personas behind these, like, big millions of, you know, YouTube channels. Yeah. But yeah, it's it. And
1: I guess it's also somewhat of a, like, oh, we're rewarding the bad behavior of all these con- uh, content creators mm-hmm. who keep on getting, like, mm-hmm. Jeffree Star, James Charles, uh, who knows what else is out there, Nikita Dragon. They all yeah. keep on getting rewarded with Ugh, brand Nikita. deals or more products or whatever the fuck they're doing doing yeah. out there and people keep on buying yeah. it because some of them are like well i don't give a shit about what they're doing because those are not my ideals but if you're supporting someone economically exactly, exactly. you're supporting their ideals in one way or another because um, you're exactly you're so buying, like, buying into what they're projecting outside but you're not buying in what's mm-hmm. what who they really are um it's kind of like uh like the whole TikTokers that were partying in LA this week, one of them, uh, mm-hmm. Bryce Hall, who is from Texas, I believe. Ew. Um, Ew, he yeah. was out e- eating oh, at a he, restaurant like, he got in into LA. A fight, right. Yeah. So some waiter told him, uh, you can't vape out in the restaurant because it's illegal to vape in a restaurant in LA. Yeah. And he just started beating the shit out of this waiter. Who is it? The- this the kid fuck? is like maybe our age. I'm not even sure to be honest. Um, he might be younger. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But why is your yeah. reaction, oh, why is this, this guy is telling me to stop vaping because I'm not allowed to? How mm-hmm. in your mind does that click to where I'm going to beat the shit out of him? And
0: The entitlement doesn't make sense. Like, just because... You're, and that's what's like make, that's even more Grammy. I feel like with some of the TikTok kids, especially the men or like the, the guys or teenagers or whatever is that their, their entitlement is like on a whole another level of like, Oh, like I, I quote unquote work so hard. So I deserve all the subs. I deserve all the, the donations. I deserve all the X, Y, and Z. It's like,
1: uh-huh.
0: why? And also like, I guess this is like a repeated thing with like COVID and service workers. It's like, why are the service workers getting punished when they're just enforcing a policy by a company? Like I'm very exactly. pro, like as like I don't I don't even know who this Bryce Hall kid is but it's like if your first response is to not think like oh like apologize and you go straight to like violence and anger one go to therapy two what the fuck is wrong with you like it like what's work like do you have like worms for brains like legitimately like what is wrong with you with your cognitive like dishonest like oh you know I'm not gonna internalize and apologize instead I'm just gonna immediately like Blame the service worker, blame the restaurant uh, for not letting me vape because I'm so important because I'm a TikToker with like 7 million followers. It's like, no, like you're, you you may have this like huge presence and huge ego online, but in real life, you're just another person. And if that service worker didn't even recognize you, even if you are so big on TikTok. That doesn't grant you the permission to do things that are illegal. Otherwise, you know, like
1: (laughs) it doesn't—it doesn't
0: doesn't make sense. We're talking
1: about fame that's very limited within time. You know, like uh, if you're a YouTuber Mm -hmm. and you hit it big, exactly, you're talking about maybe at most ten years of being famous, if you're lucky.
0: And that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, If you're lucky, yeah, uh, because it's
1: usually like maybe two.
0: Exactly that. Everyone's talking about
1: you. I mean to think that you're doing this platform, which is, which is still not probably un- its fate is still undecided here in the U S that I'm going to yeah. continue acting mm-hmm. like this and, and thinking you have all the money, all the houses you want, because somehow you'll be able to be mm-hmm. able for these at this moment. Um, yeah three years from now, who in the fuck, maybe that 14 year old that's looking up to you, probably is going to not even going to recognize you in the middle of the street when you're begging out for food or money, whatever it is. Ex- exactly. Like it, <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's kind of stupid if someone tells me hey you can't smoke here my first reaction would be apologies and put it out not violence
0: mm-hmm. exactly because like we're i'm i mean i i would like to think we're civil people <laughs> you know we don't have very <laughs> uh like holier than thou attitudes <laughs> um
1: at least it not now to
0: me. and also like yeah not now wait till we get big then we're gonna be completely different people oh my god um yeah, wait until we kick that, ellen like, off the yeah,
1: air and then we take her time slot <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be the Project Tonic show instead, obviously. Um, like, e fame is so fleeting, and it, I feel like it's also very unsatisfying, because it's like, once you hit a million, well, what's left? Like, two million, three million, four million? Like, there's... I also, I feel like a lot of them don't diversify in terms of business, like, with, like, merch mm-hmm. or with... Um, creating a brand or whatever, or it's like, it's all like the same shit. Like, when is something new gonna happen? Like, why are you regurg- regurgitating the same ideas? Like, why are you trying to cling onto a fame that's fleeting? And like, you can make millions this year, but next year, you know, it's gonna be the new Charlie Demon. It's gonna be the new Bryce Hall. Like, who, it's constantly like these other, like, I guess like these white teens overtaking each other and trying to create these other, like, long-lasting brands when it's kind of not feasible because they're not really, uh, they're not really, transferring onto other platforms like with instagram or reels or youtube it's like you have to actually like plant your roots once you get that big because like with like i mean i guess like an example of, like dimile sisters is that they're probably going to have a lot more long-term faith because they're backed by a ginormous ad agency now mm-hmm. they did that football ad with sabria hummus they uh I had, they were the face of uh, Morphe 2 brand launch. They even, I don't know what brand, like what like high-end fashion brand they like, were able to like get flown out by, but they also have that. So um, that's an example of them. Like, what is Bryce Hall doing? What is exactly. this little business doing? You know, they don't, have, they don't have that longevity. Yeah,
1: and to think about the platform they're on, it's like, it, it, yeah, we, it, we it's still so don't fickle. know if TikTok is going to stay here within a year or not. If it's going to be something mm-hmm. like Yik Yak. You remember Yik Yak, right?
0: Oh God, Yik Yak was very big for I think a year, and then it faded into obscurity. Yeah, honestly. exactly. And, um, so that was, we that was don't know a...
1: if TikTok is yeah. going to have the same thing as Yik Yak or not, and or if it's going to be like something yeah. like Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat was really popular like two years ago. Now it's not that popular,
0: and now yeah, and um, yeah, it's not that popular.
1: So I think just to. Having someone, and really, I think TikTok videos, there's not a lot of thought put into them. I think making a YouTube video has much more thought, much more planning to do behind it. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot more technical work as well. I think, uh, so I think, uh, especially someone like Bryce Hall, who's just doing TikTok and not just versifying his portfolio, he's going to go into obscurity yeah. uh, pretty soon than uh, anyone else who's so just so- not doing anything else.
0: Because I don't want to diss, diss TikTok creators. Well, like, I don't really care about, like, the younger, like, the ones who dance a lot, like, especially those white ones, because that what they're doing is definitely, like, low effort quality. <laughs> it, it doesn't really... It, ha, it doesn't... One, it doesn't have longevity, and two, it's not necessarily a talent or skill, because they're just recreating dances that they've probably stolen from other kids of color, you know? But there are... It's <laughs> literally effort, what TikTok is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all regurgitating ideas that aren't original and if they are original they're stolen off on their platform mm. like a lot of those dances get stolen off for a thriller thriller which is primarily used off black americans use it you know it's 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 ridiculous and it's insidious but also like i don't want to discredit some uh tiktok creators because well, like the beauty, the beauty people yeah. yeah the beauty people the fashion girlies um, those pe- those people who make those like funny that like I don't know if you know that like that one white lady where uh, she like does like, she recreates uh, like those uh, like the the re- uh, what is it called that one that she did uh, which is like active listeners and she's like doing that like weird uh, m- neck motion thing no. I don't know what her name is but she's gotten she's gotten pretty big as well but like she also has a stick it's like her like uh, like fake acting you know or like her like acting in these weird scenarios and these povs because other than that it's like what else did some of these TikTok personalities have going for them? Or, like, do they even have a personality because they're very vapid? Because half of their antics are screaming, burping, or yelling. It's like, what actual or look at or my what body. actual talent does it hold? Yeah, look at my body. But it's like, when you get 20 or 25, like, are you still going to be that attractive to young audiences? Like, do you still want actual minors thirsting over you? Like, it's very, um, I don't know. I feel like... Cause I don't want to say like, oh, like they don't have talent and things like that because a lot of the creators do, but mm-hmm. not all of them get to have the e-fame like those, like these other big TikTok people. You know, they don't get their flowers. They're not treated the same way because of those algorithms that suppress those like unique people. It's, um. It's the same with YouTube. Like, there's a lot of people who do either, like, low-effort quality content or they just have a thing, quote-unquote, and that's what they stick with mm-hmm. and that's what they run with because that's all that YouTube pushes is just that one thing that they have or that one talent that they have and they have to beat it to the ground. It's, um... I don't know. It's weird as a content creator because I want to be able to do more. But it's also like I'm not really evolving or changing. I'm not doing anything different. It's the same content. But I guess more people are watching, you know, and I don't even have like that big of an audience. I don't know. It's just like, do I want to stick with it or should I just move to something else or should I just give up? You know, I I don't know. I feel very divisive about it because I want to keep going with it. I want to keep growing, possibly. But it's also like I have nothing to show for it. You know,
1: have you um had have you had tried to have ghost sex on your channel?
0: Uh, not yet, but I think maybe twenty twenty one. We we'll do it. Okay. we'll do we might we might you know <laughs> who knows? I'll I'll get the Ouija board. I
1: mean, <laughs> we could also set up the Project Tonic School of TikToking, and maybe we could get those people to come and teach those classes, and oh we just make God. money off of them. That's
0: basically. <laughs> That's like a, what is it called? Like the the Jake Paul and Logan Paul like scamming school where like they teach you how to be a YouTuber. That's basically what it is to scam. Because there's no real, you know, talent, I guess, besides like having that persona and then having some sort of editing skills. But also it's like, you got lucky. And that's what a lot of people don't really credit their success yeah. to on YouTube or even TikTok. It's like, you I mean, took a chance and you got rewarded from it, but it's not universal. Your experience is not universal. It, and I think that's what's that's hard for them to realize is that, anybody else could be famous the next day instantly mm-hmm. you know and you know, you know it's, it's funny, funny. I, totally, I don't think that they realize
1: yeah I, th- I totally forgot that Jake Paul school happened and I remember mm-hmm. reading when I when yeah, it first it came happened. out when it first and it happened this year didn't it right
0: no 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 he he had one in like 2016 and oh. then he rebranded it and now it's a different it's under a different name a oh. different website but it's like the same content of like this is how you be a youtuber I, this I, is how you make dumb and. but it's like nothing of value he's just circle jerking himself i, I yeah. think one
1: of the things was there that you have to quit school or you don't have to go to school or something like that to be famous on youtube yeah
0: he was like demonizing education yeah. it's like dude just because you're a dumbass and your teachers didn't like you doesn't mean that you should tell your audience that you know? <laughs> uh, it's like, funny that he made it a- <laughs> Diss <laughs> track
1: stupid.
0: about teachers. Uh, yeah, and then the, the teachers literally like made a better <laughs> yeah, diss track. Exactly. It's like
1: uh,
0: it's yeah, it's a uh, <sighs> it's ridiculous to but be famous yeah, to be
1: uh, that famous and that dumb. I will want to be. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm not really envious of like their vapid personalities because, you know, I went through a lot of depression and stuff, but I feel like that made me funnier. Some of these people don't have like a crumb of personality or like a crumb of like comedy. Like, you know, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I envy their bank account, but not their like non-existence. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wouldn't want to be a Jake <laughs> Paul and just go like, do you want to fight me? Because I have nothing else to do on YouTube. Do you want to fight me? it's beyond stupid. literally
0: like you can yeah just because he's like i guess is like physically fit doesn't grant him the like uh instant you know experience to be an mma fighter or to be a boxer no, Because and i you know i don't know like yeah
1: and i definitely wouldn't want my dad out there kissing random girls of my age that's fucked up
0: Ew, uh, gross. I don't, that whole family is cursed. I'm gonna be honest. There, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm gonna be honest. I don't get yeah, it.
1: Yeah.
0: But I don't, I don't, I don't get a lot of, I don't get, I guess I'm not the target, excuse me, I'm not the target audience or like I don't find the appeal of yeah, these, I'm definitely like, not. bigger creators, I guess. You know, they're not for me or like, you know, like you can see through that. F- facade you can see through that vapid personality especially with some of them because some of them like when you look in their eyes you can see that the like youtube has or like the the social media platform or like their fans have just taken every like crumb of creativity or like all of their soul in place for like these millions of views and you know uh fancy houses and stuff like that you know yeah
1: did you also see this week um on youtube the ace family the whole situation that's been going on with them
0: uh they're in hot water again or like what happened well, okay. because i swear there's like always drama circulating that yeah family. so
1: i don't know their names because i do not watch them uh the wife was doing a vlog and literally she would i guess it was supposed to be an edit mark but she didn't. was she in a market uh she was uh yeah. her husband is out there carrying like two girls and he, he's like don't film me because my hair is not done or not he's bitching about his hair and literally when she's yeah. like okay we're filming and like in two minutes and like in five seconds she counts down she pans to him and he automatically turns it on for the camera and told so you the girls and then when she pulls yeah. the camera away she goes back to them and shows that they're both her husband and her two kids are just like oh whatever and he it looks like he hates her or he hates doing the youtube shit but that's how they make money damn well, I so. mean,
0: yeah. Like, oh my god, like all I think is like, what's up Ace family? Da-da-da-da. It's like th- that's what I'm that's what I mean, but like it's exhausting to like have that false persona. Like just like and also like if you're done with YouTube or like if you're if it's not fun anymore, why keep doing it? Like you have transferable talents. Some of them do like you know, like some of them can go into comedy. Some of them can go into marketing, you know, like or you can even just be like the face of a brand and then just have like that residual income for the rest of your life. You know like it doesn't I you don't have to keep doing it, well, that. And that's yeah, what like, I say to a lot totally of my coworkers s- who are sick of their jobs. Yeah, go for it. Go. Yeah,
1: I totally see where you're saying. I just think like a lot of those people who, uh, somehow keep on wanting to do YouTube and also you're seeing that they hate it. It's because they can't do anything else. They just dependent on this thing for so long. They just don't know what else to do.
0: But that's, what, that's why, like, you shouldn't trap yourself. Like, that's not like with me and Chipotle. But, I, like, not everybody has that revelation, or not everybody, like, wants that sense of freedom, I guess, that, like, or, like, fr- like, a freedom of change, I guess, is that, like, I am not intimidated or scared by change, you know? I feel like, like, I guess I can adapt to a lot of situations because of things that I've gone through, but it's also, like, um, if you're miserable in something, like, at your dead-end job or at your, you know, with the YouTuber or whatever, or whatever the hell your situation may be, so sometimes that may be a sign to change or mm-hmm. to do something else or to find another career endeavor, because there's like, I feel like a lot of people forget that there's like endless amounts of industries and so many skills that are transferable that you may not realize. Um But yeah, that's if you're wanting to quit your job, this is your sign. I believe in you. Yeah.
1: Oh, so like um, now that you said uh, the freedom to change, if whenever we get into a big fight and we decide to break up project tonic, our episode. Whoever takes over the Project Chana- Tonic channel, should call call the episode "Freedom of Ch- to Change."
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> shut up. I'm, uh, you can have it. Cause I, I I have my own things that I want to do. <laughs> uh, if we do ever stop doing this,
1: we might never ever. We we might die and continue to do this from the beyond.
0: I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> Us like being in the ghost room and still doing this. That would be so much fun.
1: And you know what about, you know whoever takes over this channel after we're both dead? We're going to be the ghost having sex with those people.
0: No, I don't know if I want to commit to that. I don't know if I want to have <laughs> sex with the with the new owner of Project Tonic. I don't know. If, I don't I don't, I don't uh, there's no contract so I don't think you can, but I'll be uh I like <laughs> film it on the ghost camera for ghost only fans or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like not that committed. Like I said, I'm committed, but I'm not. That
1: I'm, d- I'm down to get some porn awards from the other side as well.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, the what is it called? I think it's the uh, adult American actor uh, video. It's like AAV or something like that. That's I what think- the awards are because I remember like they would be like they would stream it on certain channels, uh, but they would have to censor everything because some people literally showed up <laughs> naked to the awards.
1: <laughs> That's kind of funny that they're gonna uh, they're gonna uh, put it on TV and then. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Block the oh, content. It's
0: AVA, adult, oh, adult actors. So that's yeah, what it that's, is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah.
1: Uh, to be an adult actor. You know, I used to think that you were an actor, but as an adult, you're not longer a child actor.
0: What does that mean? Why are you stupid? I don't get it. I don't know like, why. Like, you're just I'm an stupid. actor. Like, you don't. <laughs> It's just your curse, you know? It's <laughs> uh,
1: Maybe I was, like, dropped on my head oh, or God. something or anything. Or maybe it was, like... I don't know. Maybe someone pelted me with candy once, and that's what caused the damage.
0: They, Whoever held you first, they touched a soft spot on your skull, and they're like, haha Fuck and this And they
1: kid. pressed the dent on that's it. What happened, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, they pressed the dent. So if you feel in the back of your head, I think you'll actually feel that indent. I'm gonna be honest. Who knows? So,
1: uh, like, we're in the... <laughs> So, we're like in the month of November, which, you know, at the end of this month, we mm-hmm. celebrate. Well, some of us celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, some of us. Are you going to murder a yeah. turkey this year?
0: Um, I don't know. Well, like, I don't like. Okay, so Sergio has this weird tradition where apparently they used to actually hunt a turkey. Um, but I'm not that much of a psycho, so I don't think. Um,. My friend, actually, because she works with, like, the school districts, there's, like, a raffle that they do, and she signed me up to get, like, a free, like, Thanksgiving meal pack, which is, like, Mm -hmm. it comes with, like, the stuffing and the sides and the turkey, so I don't think I have to, like, actually cook. Well, I think I might have to cook one, but I don't know if I'm going to be committed because, first of all, turkeys are huge, and it's only me, my fiancé, and my cat, so (laughs) I don't know who's going to eat all that turkey, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know.
1: And here's the thing about turkey. You can easily fuck it up.
0: Yeah, I know. I've never cooked them before, but I trust in my talent and skill. Have you cooked a turkey? Yes, I, would cook? I, I, I actually did I help my myself.
1: mom last year with uh, making the turkey, and I found out the family you secret. You
0: helped her. Oh, gross.
1: So I'm not going to anyway, say how we prepare think- the turkey, because then everyone's going to copy me, and I'm not going to go the rights to that recipe, and then Mar- sure is going to make a lot more money off of me <laughs> than I should make it off of her. <laughs>
0: anyway i don't know i think it's like a lot of butter but also a lot of salt also i'd have thought about brining the turkey but i don't have a tub that big or i do but it's dirty so i don't know (laughs) if i'm gonna put that much effort into it honestly um i definitely think like maybe like a garlic but i don't like like garlic is good but i feel like garlic goes with chicken more maybe like thyme and rosemary on the turkey i feel like that's pretty good but and olive oil maybe but i don't know if it's like it's like i'm gonna do full fat butter or olive oil they're both pretty good, but I have to buy like the good shit. And I don't I don't I never really buy the fancy stuff. Well or like full fat I can not
1: honestly tell you the way we make the turkey here, we don't put any fancy shit in it at all.
0: Well, I mean it's not necessarily fancy, it's like putting in more effort and buying higher quality ingredients. No, it's not even and that. It's gonna taste better. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. I don't even care what you think. You're gonna I mean you can tell me off the podcast, but I doesn't mean you'll tell me you listen off the podcast. and or follow the recipe.
1: Let's just say that the turkey sits secret. in pineapple juice for more than three days. Ew, that's so gross. Does <laughs> it taste sweet? No. Well, I mean, it's not just pineapple juice, but pineapple juice is one of the liquids.
0: Oh, because I know pineapple—it's uh, like and that's not an, it. The enzymes in it basically start eating away at whatever it tries to eat it. So definitely, okay, well, I guess like it makes the meat more tender in terms I'm of like flavors.
1: I'm neither a pineapple nor a scientist, so I cannot tell you if pineapples do that or not.
0: I'm right, they do. Just Google it. Oh my god. Why would you not believe me? Uh, oh. I don't I'm, first of all <laughs> quick if question. anything, you're the liar. I'm the I'm the more honest person here.
1: Quick question. Why does Spongebob live under a pine in a pineapple?
0: Um, I don't think that's accurate accurate because like who like what the fuck maybe because you know like uh in one of the episodes where like they go above water the island well no like there's a it's a palm tree but it has coconuts it doesn't have pineapples and also i found out like a couple years ago pineapples don't even grow on trees they grow on no, bushes no they don't they grow on bushes I, I just found out like did... 2
1: weeks ago yes
0: yeah, why, I thought, why did I think they grow, they grew on trees, but they grow, yeah, they grow on bushes, and it's really fucking, I think it's really fucked up, personally, of Mother Nature to do that to me, because they look so fucking weird, like, they look like aloe, like, the spiky aloe veras in, like, most Texas neighborhoods, but instead of, like, mm-hmm. them being, like, with the leaves, it's just a fucking pineapple growing in the middle of it, or, like, a couple pineapples growing in the middle of it. Nature is fucked up, honestly, but mm-hmm. I appreciate I- it, I appreciate it.
1: I think it's mostly because humans don't belong in nature, so nature's just trying to confuse the shit out of us. So maybe we touch something well, that's yeah. meant to kill us. So
0: have you seen uh like the original bananas and original watermelons? They both have a spiral pattern for their seeds. And it's not like uh Yeah, it's it's like it looks like uh have you ever seen an ear canal and how the, the ear canal like at the base of it looks like a snail? That's kind of what like the original yeah. pattern of a banana and a watermelon look like. What do you mean? Oh, it's gross. a spiral. Yeah, it makes it's a. Uh, I, I just can't wait until the like, f-
1: near. F- no, go ahead. get finish.
0: Go oh, ahead. I was gonna say that like I uh me and my fiance watched fractal videos, and fractals <laughs> are basically a repeating pattern, a infinitely uh-huh. repeating pattern that is found in nature and in like, uh, like I guess like science in general. And I guess that's what that was like. I was leading to talking about for spirals. Is that it's a, pa- it's a pattern that's definitely found in nature. And uh, with, like, other things uh, man-made, they don't really follow those patterns. But I appreciate fractals and spirals.
1: But yeah, well, that's all I was going to say. What I was going to say is, like, I can't wait to the day where I move up into the city in the sky. And I for my clothing, I wear the same thing every day. And in my clothing, it has sharp corners, like, triangles poking up. And in my flying car. With my robot made
0: What is... Oh my god, shut up. Why do you want to be in the Jetsons? Why did you just steal the Jetsons? What's wrong with you?
1: Uh the Jetsons are You're hilarious. Gonna get and when they met up the with way the Flintstones were gonna get And when they met up with the Flintstones and blew my mind.
0: I like futurism as a concept with like I guess like shiny metallic things. Like thinking back to the like, SpongeBob episode where it's all like robots and chrome, that's what I imagine the future is. Like like I definitely thought by now we would have flying cars, but also like Who wants a flying car? Why are we going to be in the sky? Like, what is the purpose of it all? You know, like, I'm fine with being on Earth. I don't want to go to the moon. I don't want to go to Mars. You
1: know? You know, I think um, everyone can have flying cars and cause traffic up in the sky. I'll just stick to the bottom. Drive my car with wheels.
0: (laughs) Shut up. I don't know. The future, I don't think, honestly, I don't think in our lifetime we'll ever get to flying cars. So maybe when we're ghosts, we can see, like, the world evolve again and have, like, those revolutionary wars and, like, reform itself and have, like, further, like, I guess, like, uh like future renaissances, I guess, and stuff like that. And maybe there'll be the yeah. overtake of, like, robots and Chrome and AI and flying cars and stuff. Oh, yeah,
1: definitely. I would love to be a ghost and just watching everyone get terminated by Terminators,
0: Why Terminators? Also, stop mentioning Copywriter Properties. The way that like, we're going to get dmc eight by several different companies, it's all going to be your
1: fault. Oh, oh my We're God. just talking about them. I can talk about whatever I want. Kirby fully loaded.
0: <laughs> hmm. Kirby. Her-
1: <laughs>
0: that, that was an iconic series. That like I appreciated Lindsay Lohan only in that movie. And Megas Mean Girls.
1: You don't like Parent Trap? The Parent Trap?
0: Oh, I always forget about that movie. She plays uh, twins yeah, in that I movie. I guess I like it. It's okay. Wow, cool. She's an actor. That's her fucking job. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <I don't
1: laughs> well, what's her job? I don't know what the fuck she does now. Um, is Lindsay <laughs> Lohan an actor or not? Is she really an actor? Because she barely acts. I think. An an
0: actress. Wait, I don't even know what her portfolio is. I'm gonna be honest. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, if anybody can like do one thing and be an actress, like I guess like we're actors. I don't know. Uh, are we? <laughs> we could be, who knows? Maybe this is all fake and okay. we're all and we're lying oh. to our audience and we're not even the real Sergio and Cecilia. <laughs>
1: we're probably not. The last two things I know that Lizzie exactly. Lohan did was Lizzie Lohan's uh Beach Club on MTV, which I heard it was pretty bad. Um and yeah. when she tried to kidnap those kids in that in Turkey, I think.
0: Yep. Yeah. I heard of the last one and I like rewatched the live that someone claimed on Instagram.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: It's why did she try to steal those people's
1: kids? I uh, don't know, and she's speaking uh in an accent? Maybe she is yeah, it's ac- not maybe even, she like, is a- an actress.
0: It's not even like actual Turkish, or it wasn't even like the no. language of the people that spoke in the country. Like they didn't, under- they didn't understand what she was saying at all. Like, sh- and the- I think the mom like hit her in the face because like she reposted another something thing, and it was like her with like a fucked up <laughs> yeah. eye, or, like a bruised eye, because it's like don't steal people's kids, bro. Like that's like rule number one of like being a decent human being. What the fuck? And I think she even said too that like she thought that they were traffickers, but they were very clearly yeah. just a family. Like, waiting for, like, a car or, like, waiting for something. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's context clues. This is why you don't do, like, hard drugs that often. Like, that you definitely rot your brain. RIP Lindsay Lohan's brain cells.
1: Uh, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Herbie.
0: <laughs> oh, Herbie. an icon.
1: can't. Uh, so are you ready for the cocktail of the week?
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so I just want to preface everyone that you don't have to make this cocktail. I read the recipe that Sergio's about to say, and it is very unnecessary if if it's just going to be like you or like your friends. But if you do want to like do something extra fancy, and you're very bougie. Go for this recipe. Um, it's gonna be a showstopper, I can guarantee I'm you. I'm
1: gonna rebuttal, Cecilia, and say when you listen to this podcast episode. I gave you episode, the benefit of the doubt. When you listen to this podcast episode, you're signing a digital unsignature contract saying that you will make these cocktails.
0: Absolutely not. Anyway, okay, go on with So
1: the, the cocktail of the week is a Apple Engine Autumn Cocktail. I don't know not, I do not Auntie. know why they call it a cocktail. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so this is very important. It has four <laughs> ounces of gin, four ounces of apple cider, one ounce of lime juice, two ounces of honey simple syrup, <laughs> a dash of cinnamon, and these are optional garnishes. Two thyme springs, one apple cut into matchsticks. So if you do not know what that is, it is cutting it into french fries size. And to make the honey simple no, syrup- No, french fries size is too big. Well, okay, so, like, uh, shoestrings <laughs> of french fries. Yes, shoestring okay. french fries. So, and to make the honey simple syrup, you need one-fourth cup of honey and one-fourth cup of hot water. Do not put any more sugar because it will make it sweeter. And that's our cocktail of the Oh, week.
0: my God. <laughs> anyway, um, Sergio pronounced thyme wrong. He said thyme. I don't know why. He's uncultured. Sorry, apologies to all the Italians or whoever uses those herbs. (laughs) Fool, you're a fool. Wait, so how do you say it? Anyway, I just said it time.
1: Oh, no, it's time.
0: No, it's time.
1: (sighs) Time? Why are you like this?
0: Anyway, do you have any anything else you would like to share with our audience before we say our goodbyes and we say our socials?
1: Um, yeah, if you're celebrating Halloween late because of COVID, just remember to throw candy at kids this year. Don't don't even think about it twice about handing them candy because kids are gross. Remember they hang out with rats and they eat pizza rat. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs>
0: what?
1: That doesn't make sense. Don't worry. If you
0: have any leftover candy. Shut up. If you have any <laughs> leftover candy, be sure to, like, use, like, those, uh, like, weird food network leftover recipes. Like, you can make cookies, you can make brownies. Anyway, if you want to follow the podcast socials, they're at Pod on Instagram, at Project Pod on... No, I said that back. Project Tonic Pod on Twitter <laughs> and at Project Tonic Pod on Instagram. Our YouTube is at Project Tonic. You can find us there. Uh, we are on Spotify, Anger, Apple Podcasts, and any other uh, site you can use to listen to podcasts. My personal socials are at Isnosomnia, I-S-N-O-S-O-M-N-I-A. You can follow me on Twitter Instagram if you want. Sergio,
1: what are yours? Uh, you can follow me on on Twitter and Instagram at Search Thoughts. And you can also check me out on OnlyFans, doing the chicken dance and dressed like a turkey.
0: Oh, God. I, don't, I just want to let everyone know that he doesn't actually have an OnlyFans yet because he's a coward and he's not going to commit. We do not make light of, of, of sex workers. We appreciate all the girlies' uh, hard work.
1: Yeah, definitely <laughs> good for the sex workers who are doing it. I'm not brave enough to actually put it, but this is a new gimmick. I'm going to exactly. continue on for the rest of Rest of the year. Uh,
0: it's not, yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. We will see you in the next episode.
1: Bye.